Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, today is September 30th, 2023, and you are listening to the Arbitrage Weekend News. I'm Darren Harper, and today I'll be bringing you three things to know for this weekend and three interviews talking about Dirty Green, Pig Heart, and the World Bank. No, no, they're not all related. So first, three things for the weekend. Strike zone widens. I'm not talking about baseball, but the UAW is pitching some heat. Friday, the United Auto Workers included Ford Chicago and GM Lansing plants as new locations for their widening strikes due to no advancements in their talks. This Ford plant is best known for making the Ford Explorer and Lincoln Aviator SUVs, while the GM plant makes the Chevy Traverse and Buick Enclave SUVs. Sorry, folks. Parks closed. If the government does not reach an agreement on the budget this weekend, national parks will be blocked and thousands of park rangers will be furloughed. This happened five years ago and the Trump administration kept some open. This time around, some governors are stepping in with state funding to keep some of the most popular parks open if there is, in fact, a shutdown. Next week's bigs in the U.S. Monday, ISM manufacturing PMI and construction spending. Tuesday's the Jolt's job openings and weekly crude stock. Wednesday, S&P Global Services and Composite Final PMI. Thursday brings us the Challenger Layoff Report. And Friday, Non-Farm Payrolls and the Unemployment Report. Trade while you sleep and across time zones with Arbitrage Trade Assist. Sign up today at arbitragetrade.com. Arbitrage Trade is your trusted source for business, finance, and tech info. No one suspected a thing. I was the same Tyler they'd always know. Full of energy, the happy one. Of course, I wanted my friends to see me that way. Underneath, a different story. I mean, why was I feeling depressed when I had so many reasons to be happy? Well, guess what? Anybody can feel down, but that's not the time to just put on a brave smile and pretend like nothing's wrong. It's the time to share your feelings with your friends, your parents, your favorite teacher. In the meantime, there's a resource that helped me get back on track. For some great clues about starting your comeback from depression, visit yourlifeyourvoice.org. I'm still Tyler. Only now, what you see is who I am, really. Hi, Caroline. Welcome to the show. Hello, Royce. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, we're starting with a quick follow-up 
on our uh, pig kidney transplant story from last month. It's alive! <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Williams had the kidney for a solid two months. Okay. And it was still working fine. If you remember, he was in a coma. Yeah, and brain, dead, brain dead. And basically they volunteered his body. Right. Yes. And so they ended up, they removed the kidney um, okay. so his family could have the burial right. And all that. But at the point they removed it, it had been working well wow. for two months. Oh, excellent. It was still working well, well at that point. point. So they removed it to run tests on right. it and, and see everything. what happened. So okay. it, it was a great, uh, great results. Excellent. I love great uh, milestones in science. Yes, absolutely. To, to be able to help people. So the, the company, if you remember, the company that had the pig kidney yes. was called uh, Revivacor Inc. based in Virginia. Oh, I definitely should get some of that stock. Well, wait till you hear this. You're really going to want it after this. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear All it. All right. So last week, like just last week, okay. they put a pig's heart into a living person. Okay, what kind of permission do you need to do that? A very special permission. <laughs> so uh, the Food and Drug Administration has a compassionate use process. Okay. So um, where they can get this experimental emergency procedure performed, it's just valid for one person. So this is not like a huge case study oh, wow. or anything. But uh, this man, he was a 58-year-old Navy veteran, Mr. Fawcett. Um, so he needed a heart transplant, but he had other health issues that kept him off the normal oh, transplant the normal list. list. Oh, okay. And so um, so he had this transplant, and they knew um, that there wasn't a whole lot of um, precedent for this. Uh, he was just hoping for his yeah. pants. Um, yeah, kidney's one thing, a heart? Right, right. His wife, I thought it was so sweet. They're trying to keep their expectations low. They just wanted more time together. And his wife said... It could just be as simple as sitting on the front porch and having coffee together. Yeah, so, you know he's it's not a little to, thing. It is like he's not trying to go out and run a marathon, you know. But he's yeah. fifty-eight. Like yeah. he yeah. still had a lot of life um, that he could still use uh, in front of him. So this same company, Revivacore Inc., they removed the same genes like they did in the pig Great kidney. Thing. Oh, okay. Um, and Good so foresight, right? Right. Well, you know it worked. <laughs> yeah, it and worked. So, so let's try it again. Keep it, you know, with a different organ and this time in a living human. You ready for this bit? Okay. Two days after surgery. Okay. Sitting in a chair, cracking jokes with his doctors. Uh, wow. Wow. Two days after getting this pig heart. So question, was there any snorting in those jokes? <laughs> there them? might have been, you know, <laughs> have a little bacon, egg and cheese sandwich, maybe breakfast. You are what you eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the, the transplant doctor, Dr. Jay Fishman, um, said that, you know, these, these trials are very important, especially transplants and living recipients, um, just to advance knowledge sure. in the field. Yeah. And yes. hopefully this will get um, more scientists to enter the field and to accelerate into more clinical trials, not just this compassionate use. That is very exciting. I, I can't wait to see what this company is capable of and, and basically what new uh, advances in science that it can lead other people to discover. Oh, wow. Thank you for the update. And yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on him. I'm going to keep keep watching for updates on Mr. Fawcett. And if you want to know more about this, you can go to arbitragetrade.com slash blog to learn a little bit more. Thank you again for being on the show. Thanks, Royce. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. 
Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, Darren. Can I bend your ear a little bit more about the IMF? Ear, brain, heart, all of that. Yeah, All of that. All of that. Okay, well, where does the IMF and the World Bank meet. What are, are they the same? Are they different? Or what? Actually, why do they exist? Oh boy! Well, just for to to help countries out. I mean, if I really could simple it, simplify it down, simplify it. Simplify. Ooh, I just hey. created a new term. All right, right. Album coming soon. All right. All right. No, but <laughs> I could simplify it. No more coffee for you. Continue. <laughs> If I if I could simplify it, I would just say that that it's just basically to help countries that are underdeveloped with their economy. Okay. Okay. So whose job is that? Is that IMF's job or is that the World's Bank job or a little bit of both? Where's is there is there what's the main function? What's the main function of each, I guess? The answer is yes. Yes. But in more detail. <laughs> but <laughs> well, the wow. IMF is 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 to maintain economic stability and the World Bank is to promote economic development okay so sounds like to me the imf if i basically want to put it in simple terms they maintain it by basically aiding and helping people and sounds like promoting means money's involved that does sound like money uh, so i would think that the world bank is basically helping by actually lending and doing stuff like that while imf is like boots on the ground me education education financial literacy Stuff like that. The loans. Uh, yes, they both okay. are in that. They, they intermingle. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's probably why they're created at the same time. So, <laughs> right. Um, and that was in 1944, 44. right after World War II. And um, so is it formed by people? Is it formed by countries who... I think it's around 189 country member countries, something like that. Oh, nice! So most of the globe is involved in pretty this. much. I forget what the total count of, of countries is. Okay, there's some trivia. I, I, I used I like to know, it, right? <laughs> so, but there, you know, the world the the World Bank is pretty much three times the size of the IMF. Oh wow! Yes. Okay. So it's much bigger, much bigger scale, many more employees. And isn't the World Bank also broken into two? categories too so like there's sub there's like a i think an ibrd and ird i think it's ida maybe oh I, yeah ibrd ID. and uh, yes yeah. the ida okay and and so there there is i guess it's 188 i think okay in the imf and the the ibrd part of the world bank is 188 but the rd is 172 
okay. we don't have enough time to, to really to talk, debate, about, talk about that so yes, much. Yes, the whys and where's okay. that. But, but hey, <laughs> I, and from, from what I've been reading, it looks like, yeah, the IMF, they just provide advice and assistance mm-hmm. while the World Bank actually does all the lending. They facilitate it, yes. Okay, that, yes, that yes. that's a nice line. And, you know, IMF is deals more with macroeconomics and the financial sector and the World Bank just deals with everything else. I just I kind of feel like companies that sh- they should downsize and combine it to <laughs> a, mer- a merger and acquisition. A merger acquisition, <laughs> um, but that doesn't that create a monopoly? Yeah, you, yeah, you can't have it be one because yeah. then it then it gets ugly. All right, <laughs> but if you want to learn more about this, go to arbitragetrade.com/blog and look at our blog this week on the World Bank. Thank you again, Darren, for participating, and I'm sure we're going to have many more conversations. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We all make promises, big and small, tested over time and distance, tried by circumstances and decisions. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to bear true faith and allegiance. To help you when you're in need. To tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. To be considerate and caring, courageous and strong. For better. For worse. In sickness and in health. To love and cherish. To be your loving, faithful friend partner, child, parent, neighbor. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. It's time for winners and losers this week. The loser is Next Era Energy Partners, ticker NEP. 52-week high of $81.32 and a low of $29.40. It hit that 52-week low during the day on Friday. NextEra Energy Partners acquires, manages, and owns contracted clean energy projects with stable long-term cash flows. It's headquarters in Juneau Beach, Florida. NextEra Energy Partners owns interest in wind and solar projects in the U.S., as well as natural gas infrastructure assets in Texas and Pennsylvania. And on a positive note, this week's winner is Blue Apron Holdings, ticker APRN. 52-week high of $74.16 and a low of $4.70. 
It rocketed 134% after the food delivery startup Wonder said it would acquire the company for $13 a share or about $103 million, just a fraction of its $2 billion in 2017 when the company went public. The price ran up very close to that $13. There could be a lot of shorts considering the 52-week high of over $74. Blue Apron Holdings operates an ingredient and recipe meal kit service company. The firm is involved in demand planning, recipe creation, recipe merchandising, and marketing. Its products include meals and wine. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. It's time for Financial Deep Dive with Daniel. I'm your host, Darren Harper, and I'm speaking with Daniel Hopwood. Our subject today. Uh, oh, hey, there you go. I'm doing great. I think today we're going to talk about the dirty secrets of green. You know, green could be money or it could be the environment. I'm thinking there's not a whole lot of difference in the two. Oh, and as a little aside, which doesn't mean a whole bunch, you know, I'm, I'm reliving history, but I was on the Mean Green Machine Soccer Elementary Team. Soccer, I was bad. <laughs> hey, I was goalie. <laughs> so I actually didn't play soccer. I just watched them play for a while and every now and then stop a ball. So let's move on to what we're here for. Evidently, there's this. It's, it's there's a dirty part of this in whole environmental thing that started back in 2015 and has worked its way to Agenda 2030. Um, let's start with EV secrets. Yeah. So you know, everyone thinks of the transition to electric cars as the next big thing in you know making the world a green place, less carbon emissions. But when you kind of pull back the covers. And you look at what these batteries are made of in these cars and how the wiring is done, they're actually pretty dirty to produce. So if you look at the batteries, they have lithium and cobalt, two rare earth metals that are primarily mined out of China and Africa. And, you know, those are two countries that don't have the highest standards for their environmental output in their mining facilities and also don't have the best humanitarian laws. And then on top of that, an electric vehicle has about five times as much copper as a regular vehicle. And to produce that, you also have to increase mining. So the carbon outputs to produce these and you know other environmental and humanitarian concerns are actually pretty dirty to produce these cars. Well, isn't there a supply issue as well? It's not just demand, it's, it's supply and demand on this one. And um, it's... In other words, copper isn't as plentiful as one may think, right? No, not at all. So actually, due to um, a lot of countries like the United States, Britain, initially proposing that all new vehicles by 2030 should be electric and fully electric at that, it created a supply-demand issue with the amount of copper mined can almost not even meet the demand to create electric cars now, let alone every single car to be produced. 
And if you look at, I believe, from uh, when the low in COVID was March 2020 to now, some of the copper producers have, you know, 900x in that amount of time. Uh, so, you know, it's really created an interesting investment opportunity to actually, you know, not look at the uh, electric vehicle side of it, but the inputs that are going into the electrification of uh, this new economy. Well, I think the prices have gone 900 times as well. And the prices have gone 900 times for every commodity. I see that at the gas pump. <laughs> yeah, but cars in general, my goodness, I think people are going to drive their car until they actually just collapse in the middle of the road for a lot of us uh, instead of buying a $75,000, $80,000 car. I'm in that camp. Yes. Well, I know Elon's trying to do something about that and, and offer uh, less expensive ones. And so they're on the way. It seems that all this started with the UN, World Bank, IMF, all that together. They kind of all have become the leaders of this movement. Yep, they have. And, you know, it's a, a good movement to have, but something that needs to be reformed to be, you know, one, sustainable and two, you know, be the investment that we all want to make in the future. I agree. Thanks for uh, stopping by there, Daniel, and I will talk to you next week. Sounds good, Darren. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Teen depression. A lot of kids are dealing with it today. So what's behind it? Well, there's the question. Are they depressed because they have bad grades? Or do they have bad grades because they're depressed? A relationship goes bad. Getting bullied. Maybe there's more than one reason. Maybe there's no reason at all. Whatever's behind it, teen depression can be overwhelming and isolating. But it doesn't have to stay that way. If you're feeling off your game right now, it's time to jumpstart your comeback. Time to take charge and take the first step. Visit yourlifeyourvoice.org. You have the strength to turn things around. Make your move. I'm warning you. Since we are in a year of so many layoffs and job cuts, I thought it might be a good time to talk about the WARN Act of 1988. That's WARN, not Warren, but WARN, one syllable, not two. W-A-R-N stands for Worker Adjustment and Retraining Act, and it is a labor law that protects employees, their families, and communities by requiring employers with 100 or more employees to provide notification 60 days in advance of planned closings and mass layoffs of employees. For example, if an employer closes a plant which employs 50 workers and lays off 40 workers immediately and then lays off the remaining 10 workers 25 days later, that is a covered plant closing. The notice must be sent to the following parties, affected employees or the representatives, the state dislocated worker unit, and a unit of local government. Employers can give notice less than 60 days in advance if they are actively seeking capital or business at the time that 60-day notice would have been required, or there was a realistic opportunity to obtain the financing or business sought. The WARN Act provides three defenses to a full 60-day notice obligation, faltering company, unforeseen business circumstances, or a natural disaster. Employers do not need to provide notice under the Act if the closing is of a temporary facility or the closing or layoff is a result of the completion of a temporary project. Employers can also avoid WARN Act liability by using exit incentives or limiting to 49 the number of non-part-time employees terminated other than for cause by any day at any site. 
For more information, look up Warren Act of 1988. Thank you for joining us today for another edition of Arbitrage Weekend News. You can always find us at arbitragetrade.com and all social media platforms. Enjoy your weekend. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 